This episode of the Go To Bed Podcast is brought to you by EnduroFest. May 4th at the Wild West Motorsports Park, just east of Sparks. If you hit the Mustang Ranch, you have gone too far, but not all is lost. You might want to stop in there too. And uh, this is an AMA Extreme Enduro event, so you know it's going to be sick. We've got Cody Webb, Ty Tremaine, Kyle Redman, and Destry Abbott. And we uh, we hear there's going to be some amateurs there, kids, and the pros. So, Moto guys, if you don't do off-road much, come try it out. And I've done this event a couple of years ago, and uh, it's gnarly. But, yeah, they're definitely racing for all types of uh, riders out there. So, give it a shot. May 4th, Sparks. Enduro Fest. Be there. Go to bed. But we're going to get unblocked. Sometimes you see him out there and he's just fucking asleep. Get a pillow, get a blanket. No, not a fucking dirtbag. I'm ready. Okay. Now I am. Sure. Yeah, I'm ready. Do we now. need like the uh, fucking clap or something? Oh, the the movie thing? Yeah. yeah. Take one. Take one with Mace. There we go. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Go to Bed. I'm your co-host, Fiki. Joined with my co-host. 50 Kowski JP. At 50 Kowski underscore JP on Instagram. Um, we got some uh, burritos here from Walden's Coffee House. Three locations yeah. here in Reno. Uh Wells, Arlington, and Mayberry. Tell Michael and Manny to go to bed, get a free um, napkin. napkin. Yeah. Uh, Enduro Fest, I think. Yeah, May we got. 4th. I think this might be the last episode before that comes out. Yeah, yeah. It so is. one more time, Enduro Fest at Enduro Fest uh, <laughs> on Instagram. Go check out the event there. It's May fourth, um, out east of Sparks. Um, Ty Tremaine will be there Cody Webb will be there Cooper Webb will be there Bunch of fucking idiots Basically <laughs> uh, no, uh, no Cooper Webb Yeah Go to bedpodcast.com For everything related to here uh, We got our Patreon And our PayPal on there And if you're listening On the Apple Or the podcast app Make sure to subscribe And rate the podcast Maybe we'll do a Rating of the week On this episode Yeah read a rating Yeah we'll do that um, but yeah, and then tell your friend to, to uh, listen to the podcast so we can grow this shit, and uh, we'll go from there. So and donate a hundred grand, I'll get a tattoo this tattooed on my head. Hundred grand. <laughs> That's available on our Patreon account. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <it is>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today we got a special guest, uh, Mike Mason's in the house. Mike, how's it going? Good. Good. How are you boys doing? Good. Doing good, dude. Um, Feeling ready. Uh, dude, you are juiced right now. <laughs> I CrossFit, dude. Hey, have a drink of that thing real quick. Let's see how it fires you up. <laughs> there you go. Wow, guys, I'm ready to go. It's really cool to be here with Mason and everything. So. <laughs> Dude, are you from Silver Springs? <laughs> yeah, <I> right. <laughs> All right. For uh, anyone that doesn't know who you are, give the listeners a little background on who you are, what you do, why you're here. Um, I don't know why I'm here to start. Same. And my friends invited me, so now we're just sitting here looking at burritos, but... Uh, <laughs> No, just a, a normal freestyle dude, born and raised, or not born, but raised here in Nevada my, pretty much my whole life. And um, yeah, now I'm pushing 40 and just trying to keep the dream alive. And it's uh, slowly dwindling away. Dude, are you pushing 40 or are you rounding up? I'm rounding up, but it's getting close. <laughs> like I can see the light, you know, it's going to be how many me. years? Two. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm rounding up again because I'm still 37, but okay, so three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. At least you're not rounding down. I Dude, guess. Most yeah, people still don't. 30. Most people are like, yeah, no, I'm not 40 yet. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm pretty much 40. I'm going on 50. Well, I got the hairline to prove it, so there's, there's no line <laughs> And there. you've had that for quite a while. Quite a while, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think I'd be used to it, but still I look in the mirror, and I'm like, what the shit is this thing? Dude, I'm pretty sure I got my 03 title, and you had the same haircut. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I look like one of these lights that's shining on us right now. <laughs> So, dude, uh, where were you born? I didn't know you weren't born here. Yeah, I was born. Oh, this is a long story, and it's going to make me sound really bad. But I was born in Fresno, California. I do because Fresno's yeah. So my dad knocked my mom up here because she moved up here from Fresno. And my dad's, like, I ain't, I don't want nothing to do with Mike. You know, so my mom's like, Well, screw you. I'll move back to California to my family's house. Literally had me in California, and then my dad's like, Ah, oh, I want to, you know, let's do this thing. So she moved back here when I was like six months old. So I got to tell everyone I was born in California, which really pisses me off. Thanks to my dad. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Your dad's sick. He's though. bitching. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's kind of a crazy story. Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? He Six said, months? I never knew because, like, when I was like, you know, when you first start remembering stuff, I was in a trailer park in Carson City. So I just told him, I'm like, yeah, dude, I've lived here my whole life. And then, like, when I was like eight or nine, my mom's all, dude, born in Fresno. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> that is embarrassing, dude. And then I get into like high school and everyone's like, dude, you know, people that grow up in trailer parks or people that are from Fresno, dude, they're real dickheads. <laughs> I'm like, that's my whole thing, dude. That's, <laughs> damn it. So you went to Carson High? No, I went to Douglas. We oh, moved, did? yeah, we moved down to, to like the Johnson Lane area probably when I was like eight or nine. Yeah. And then, yeah. But the trailer park, dude, I was bummed when I moved from there. Because right. it was like this little circle, dude. I had my friends. We were riding BMX every day. Mm-hmm. Then my parents moved me out of there. And then like, like I said, when you get in your teens and everyone's like, dude, that, not to me, but like some other kid, they'll do that guy's trailer park trash. I'm like, fuck yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. What trailer park in Carson? Dude, it's the one right by Deer Run. Like, if you're kind of going, like, you know where uh, the golf course is? Oh, yeah. Pretty much like, oh, yeah. uh, What would it be? West, just west of that right there. Okay, cool. And it looked way cooler back then. Yeah. My house had tires and a hitch and everything. It was pretty sick. I was fine with it. I was totally fine with it until I got older and realized what it was. My buddy Corwin grew up in a trailer park, and yeah. you're doing a lot better than he is. Really? Yeah. yeah. He actually. <laughs> you don't hang out with me every day, though. We don't know that yet. Well, were you, from 17 to 19, were you on unemployment? But, no, but I was unemployed and lived with my parents. Okay. So he was on unemployment. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. That's crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 17 years old, you're already on. Yeah. What did, what did Bubba say when he called in? He was like, "It's not home till you take the wheels off" or something. That's like that. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before freestyle, you were, I guess, a pro racer, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you were, I was a pro. I had an AMA license and all that stuff, but you know, I mean, the one thing is that I always wanted to do is, you know, I made a supercross main, which was cool. And it was back when you could ride both classes and I almost made the 125 and 250 main in the same night. So I was pretty stoked on that. And then I made, you know, five or six outdoor nationals. I think my best finish was 21st, 22nd, somewhere in there. Uh, I was pissed because one time at Millville, I never trained. That's why I realized freestyle was more for me. Um, I was at Millville by myself, just out of a van, like, you know, all of us do. And I got one of those like rare, like good, like 10th place starts where like all the good guys were ahead of me and like all the privateers, we were all in the same spot. In like 10, 15 minutes in, I was looking at the guy in front of me's pit board and he was in 11th and I was in 12th. I'm like, shit, dude, I might get some points because there was nobody behind me. But you're in Minnesota in August, dude, it's 90 degrees in humidity. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, one more lap. Every time I go through those sand whoops, just one more lap, one more lap. And I started like, my tongue's hanging out. I'm seeing stars and shit. I'm like, dude, anytime now two lap board will come out, halfway mark came out. 
Oh, I'm oh, like, fuck this. I pulled off under a tree. <laughs> we are allowed to cuss on this thing, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm like thinking I'm just talking to you guys. And yeah. just no, you are. Yeah. Do. Anything goes, dude. But yeah, that was my closest to points. But, you know, I just got to a point where um, I tore my ACL and I did something in my shoulder, like rotator cuff or something. So I got surgery all in one year and I came back with no money. And I went to Hangtown or Glen Helen, I think was the start. And was in qualifying for the motos and that one got taken out. And then at Hangtown, I was in qualifying for the motos, got taken out again. And it was like weird stuff. Like Shane Best crashed in front of me and I was coming around a blind turn and his bike was just laying there. His bike took myself out, I guess I should say. And at that point, I'm like, cool. I just spent four or 500 bucks to get to these things and made not $1. And I was still kind of doing some jump stuff, you know, from the arena cross days. And like, I got to make, make a change if I want to do something, you know, and this was kind of like right when backflips came out. So yeah, I made the switch around 03. Dude, that was a good year for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, what'd you do? A lot of shit, but my main thing was uh, MX West 60 beginner title. Oh, you got the title? Yeah. Dang, dude. Yeah, I went down the last race at the junior track at Fernley, you mm-hmm. know, off yep. to the side, where everyone faced away from. Yeah, that. so there was no pressure on you, you just went for it. There was a little pressure. Actually, there was a lot of pressure, but... What'd you get for the title? Like, what was your... Uh- award well we probably i don't remember but i'm sure we had to pay to go to the banquet and oh, then, yeah and then that was dude that dude, was at the cal neva you got it <laughs> yeah dude. Oh, fuck, yeah. dude times were tough back then no that was the dude, they had, you got a jacket because you still have the jacket dude it's that's over there that's why i was asking because like in 97 i won the howling at the moon series it was a night race at fernley for uh-huh. like four weeks i got a windbreaker I was just saying, have lights out there? Yeah, like four. Yeah. And you know how Burnley <laughs> gets, it's just all chopped out. My yeah. hands were blown off and stuff because I couldn't see nothing. I'm like, this sucks. Four, that's so good. It's oh, like yeah. the construction lights with the grate over yeah. it. Yeah. And we're like, hey, yeah. it's a little dark in that turn. And they do like the little ratchet and move it. And you're like, oh, there you go. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I know. It didn't do anything. That's awesome, dude. So, um, I mean, how you got into freestyle, you, you were doing like jump shows and shit while you were racing. Yeah. Ran across. Yeah. So, I mean, from like the earliest age I can remember, I was like doing all kinds of little weird tricks and stuff. And, you know, like in 98, 99, when freestyle first started coming out, me, Miller, Foster, Drake, we would just kind of mess around with tricks. And uh, Kenny Bell actually started this thing called Big Air Extreme. He was like, had one of the first ramps. I mean, dude, this ramp was like narrower than this table, you know, and the landing was like five feet long. But we were going to like little fairs in Arizona and shit. I think that was 2000. And dude, I was getting paid like 1500 bucks. Cause this was like when people were super stoked on freestyle. Yeah. So I'm going from like spending, you know, two grand to get to a race to all of a sudden I made 1500 bucks to do 10 jumps. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. But I had like this mentality of, I was still, I wanted to be a racer, you know? And, um, so 2001, I would do some jump shows in between stuff. And then like I said, Oh two, I spent the whole year hurt and Oh three came back and just had nothing. And I got invited to do, it was called the IFMAs. It was ran through what would be felled now. I think it was clear channel back then from my arena cross stuff. So I started doing their little indoor series and I was making like 2,500 bucks at those things. And they take your bike everywhere. Like, you know, all you gotta do is get your flight and hotel, but we would share hotels and, you know, spend three, 400 bucks to get there. I'm like, dude, this is living. Yeah. <laughs> and then 04, I went out like on a motorhome for a year and just uh, did some touring. And then 05, like the dude tour came out. I got third in that. Ser- it was like a five stop series, kind of like X games got third in that. And dude, everything just started snowballing from there. Yeah. As I remember, when I was a kid, and you would, I I think in our trailer, we still have a picture of you doing a knack-knack yes. at the arena cross, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. And you were, like, racing the same night. Yeah. Like, over the finish, you would do one and stuff. Yeah. Well, it was, it was a trippy deal, too, because 
Kenny Bell actually started that for us. He went and did arena crosses and he sucked at racing. I don't care if he hears this. Like he was not a good racer, but he was making a grand a night or a grand a weekend, 500 a night, you know? For the jumps? Yeah. Cause that's, you know, he would win it cause he had a heel clicker. And I mean, you're going up against <laughs> racers who are literally doing like a one hand or no legger type deal, you know? So I'm like, if Bell can make a thousand. I know I can make the mains maybe double up. And I went to my, still my mechanic to this day, Cliff Campbell. And I'm like, Hey man, I got two grand in my account. The first race is in Iowa. Let's go. I know I can win the jump off. Cause I had like double cans, supermans, all that stuff. And that's kind of how it all started. Wow. And I, I think I won that year. I won 32 of the 34 jump offs. So I made a bunch of money in that. And then I'd like, as the series went on, I got like more comfortable with everyone. I was making all four mains consistently. So it was like three grand a weekend, you know? Nice. Yeah. So I was pumped on that. But then once I started trying the supercross thing and all that, it was like, it's time to switch. Did you have to pay Cliff at that time? Yeah, I was paying him for sure. Nice. But he was on the same boat with me as like, Hey, if, if something goes wrong in the jump off and I don't make that grand, like, let's just get to the race, you know? Cause he, I mean, we were 18. Okay. We had no bills. I mean, you had a phone bill basically, you yeah. know, just to get around. So yeah, he was on the same page as me, which was cool, but luckily it all worked out. Is he from Carson? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He grew up in Gardnerville, lives up in Reno now. And I mean, he started working for me in 2000 and still does all my bikes to this day. So crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Dang. Damn, dude. That's crazy. Man. Yeah. I remember, yeah, when I was young, like even before I was riding, like watching X Games, seeing all you guys in the X Games, like all from this area yeah. was so crazy. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. cool. And I think that was the cool thing about this area is, you know, once Miller got his little free ride park up with the foam pit and all that, mm-hmm. dude, I mean, we had to wait in line. There was nine of us out there practicing every day. And you know, when you're riding with your buddies, it doesn't feel like I'm I'm trying to get ready for X Games. I'm like watching Miller ride and I'm all pumped. And then Adam Jones moved out here. He's gnarly, as we all know. And, you know, it just like spiraled. All of us just kind of kept, you know, stepping up. And I mean, like I said, once Miller built the foam pit, it was pretty much game on. We were it, going for it. I remember that was like a huge thing just locally. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, there's a foam pit here. Yeah. Like, and it was the worst thing ever. I mean, dude, I think back on it and because we had a tarp cover, but you know how dry it is up here. Like, dude, that stuff would just bake and like, you know, kind of like get fuzzy almost. Uh, dude, you would land in it and it would just go all in your mouth. Like you had a mouthful <laughs> of like dried foam. And oh. that's like, you know, when everyone started like doing knack flips into pits and, you know, no hand flips into foam pits, it was like me and Jones and all of us. Once we learned how to flip and got comfy, we just flipped a lot and learned it all in dirt because we did not want to ride that foam pit again. Wow. Yeah. Man. We're over it. Is that where you learned backflips into that foam mm-hmm. pit? Okay. Yep. I talked to Bell one time, long time ago, and he was kind of telling me back in that era when you guys would do shows, the promoter would say, hey, we'll give you this much just to show up. But mm-hmm. if you can do a backflip, well, it's like double. Yeah. Back yeah. then. Yeah. And I remember the first year I came into freestyle, like Nate was flipping. He was flipping the kicker the first year and then the second year he went to 75 and I remember talking to him and he went to Europe and got 25 grand to flip a super kicker. Just Damn a straight, shit. you know, straight flip. Plus he was like, he rode the whole show cause he was a good rider. So, I mean, he got paid for everything, but yeah, there, the money was pretty gnarly back then. And that was kind of a motivating thing. Like nowadays you're not making nothing. So like, I have no reason to push myself. You know what I mean? I'm making less than I was like on the arena crosses damn near, you know? So, yeah. but I'm, I'm glad we caught it when we did. It was, it was more fun than anything. Like the money's cool, but you know, it was just bitching. I mean, yeah. I was traveling on, around with all my friends. I got to ride X games, which, I was like, you guys, I watched like 96, 97 when they were in Rhode Island. It was just mm-hmm. BMX and stuff. But we went to the first one in San Fran where Travis jumped in the bay. And yeah. So it was kind of like a surreal moment for me to be invited to my first one. Yeah, that's sick, dude. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Think about it. Yeah, I forget. But um, yeah, so I mean, fast forward to today, basically just doing Nitro Circus. Yeah, just doing Nitro. And, you know, that's more 
just my decision. I mean, it's an easy show. I kind of know my spot in it. You know, like I'm sick of going to these like sketchy ramp to ramp setups out in a parking lot where the wind's blowing. And, you know, I don't need to do that no more. I've been doing freestyle for 20 years now. And it's just, I've kind of, I get to pick and choose a little bit, but Nitro's still fun. I'm still out there with my friends. The show's fun. The crowds are great. So it's still something I want to do, but I think this will probably be my last year. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've said that for the last five years, but I think it's just kind of time to move on and do something different. Yeah, I wrote down real estate because I know you're kind of into that. that, Is that what you're going to move to after you do uh, Nitro? Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be like a real estate agent. You know, I'm not trying to get my license and go (laughs) sell you guys a house or something. But it's just something I kind of lucked into it. I was talking to Ronnie Feistad way back in the day. And he was like, he's a cop, you know, Mm -hmm. out in Jersey or wherever they're from. His dad? His dad, yeah. And he's like, you know, I bought this property back in like 84 or something, paid it right off. And he's like, dude, I got like a free 1200 bucks a month coming in now. Damn, so he's like, I just kept going with that. And that was like in 05. So like the second I got money, I went and bought a condo up here in Reno. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sure as shit, like it, that's how it works. And then you're getting equity off the thing. And so ever since then, I've kind of like tried to put some money away and get something here and there. And, you know, Reno's expensive as shit now, so it's kind of slowed it down. But yeah, I got a couple of places that kind of help, you know, pay. Because, I mean, I haven't ridden a show since October. So I've kind of just Dang. been chilling in the snow sitting around. But luckily, I have that stuff to kind of fall back on. Yeah, that's nice that you set yourself up. That's hella funny because I'm, I'm in this... uh this real estate group on Facebook that's from like, I think it's like Kansas city or something. Mm-hmm. One of my buddies invests over there. So he invited me in, mm-hmm. into the group and like maybe three weeks ago, cause you know how you can see people like so-and-so posted into the group. Yeah. It was Ronnie Feist. Oh yeah. And I was like, no fucking way. Yeah, Cause he lives out and, there now. And yeah. And I went to his, and that's exactly what he was looking for more deals and to network with wholesalers and shit. And I yeah. screenshot it and sent it to Pete. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. And I went to his profile. Like that was actually his real profile and shit. Uh, you yeah. wouldn't expect to see him there. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Hella funny. <laughs> Kung Let's food, make that's... a deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I was going to say is like how gnarly it is now. If anyone wanted to just get into freestyle, like the kids, I mean, it's totally different than when, when you guys were coming up, but they just have to go so big. It's like a best trick competition, every single trick that yeah. they're doing. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's everything. It's best trick. The money's not there. I mean, Dude, back in the day, we were getting 10 grand to flip 75 feet, you know, and just take take a handoff. And it's like, now you got a double flip and you're getting four grand or something, you know, and Whoa. it's just, Damn. yeah, it's gnarly. So why is that? Just the saturation of the industry. Like, it's like anything, you know, like any business that starts up, like, you know, a bunch of people roll in, do it cheaper and cheaper and everything comes down and, you know, it sucks. I mean, I hate being like negative, but, you know, cause we did it to the, to the OGs. Cause like I said, Nate was getting 25 grand. I know Deegan was probably getting 15, 20 grand a show, you know, and then we came in and did it for 10. So we undercut them by five grand, which is a lot over the span of a year, you know, but we could justify like 10 grand a show is that's worth it. You know what I mean? That's way worth it. Like, but yeah, to start coming in, like, I mean, that's double flipping is four grand. There's kids that are riding nitro for a thousand bucks. There's guys riding demos in parking lots for free or for 500 bucks just to ride a show, you know? And that's where it kind of like sucks is, those kids kind of messed it up for all of us, you know, they mm-hmm. don't realize like they could still get shows and make two grand and not even flip, but mm-hmm. instead they're going to go ride for 500 bucks. You know, there's just no like continuity to it. No one's stuck together really. They should have asked you, Hey, what should I do? Like, yeah. And you're like, Oh, just do two grand. You don't have to risk it too much. It yeah. keeps me and you. All and of us. You'll yeah. Build up, yeah. You know? And the, you know, the shows stay better because yeah. now I think that's one issue with freestyle is, you know, there's some rodeo out in Arizona and they're hiring three kids, and two of the kids case the jump and go over the bars, break collarbones, and one guy does, you know, three no-footed cans, and that's the show. And the yeah. promoter's like, why the hell did I just spend 10 grand on this? Yeah. 
you know, and, and so there's one gone. And then, you know, that happens all over the place. So you're just losing all these shows. And because, I mean, back in the day, dude, we had to turn down shows nonstop. Like me and Jones pretty much rode every single weekend for five, six years straight. Wow. Because there was so much work, you know, and now it's like you got Nitro and a couple one-off demos and that's about it. Yeah, that's all he does too is Nitro, right? Yeah. I mean, he does a little and bit games, of Europe. X games. Yeah, X Games. And he does some Europe stuff, but, you know, it's the same for him. Like it's weird to say, but he's kind of on like the tail end. You know, he mm-hmm. does double grab flips and all this gnarly stuff, but he's not three in, he's not front flipping, he's not, you know, double back flipping. So he's like starting to get pushed down a little mm-hmm. bit too. Yeah. And every, when I shoot with him, he, he's cussing because those people are like, he's like, it's so fucking dangerous. Like, I don't need to be doing that, but I yeah. still want to be doing this. So he's like, Fuck this sport, dude. Yeah, he's all yeah, pissed. Yeah, yeah, you could tell, like, on X Games this year when we were watching, he's like, well, I'm old. This is all I got. Yeah. But thanks. Yeah. But, like, dude, he's so gnarly. So gnarly. Yeah. Like, over, like, if you go overall, I still think he, him and Taka have one of the best runs. Like, overall mm-hmm. freestyle runs. Mm-hmm. They just are missing those couple gnarly things, you know, that puts yeah. him in eighth place. Yeah. Yeah, that is fucking nuts. But you look back in the day, like, Pastrana, if he had something gnarly in the bag, he wouldn't do that in his run. He would save it for the best trick. Yeah. So yeah. it's weird that, well, actually, to win, you got to, people like, who's that, Tom Pages or something? Mm-hmm. Dude, he'd do some crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, and see, I really like Tom because he's innovative. Yeah. He's not just going and being like, oh, this guy double flip, I want to double. You know, he's, like, thinking away. Like, he fully builds freestyle bikes now. Oh. Shaved, like, 15. Him and Levi Sherwood have shaved, like, 20 pounds off of two strokes just so they Whoa. can do all this weird stuff, you know? And I think that's pretty cool because they're actually putting a thought process into it. Yeah. Because, you know, all of us guys in freestyle, it's just you see one thing, you go and do it. And, like, that's how the sport's been. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. A couple of years ago, I think it was, like, the first year when they had, like, a quarter pipe competition in X Games, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, like, quarter pipe last year was fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Where the, yeah, the They just go deal, big. Yeah. But when it first came out, it was, like, but I guess backflips like someone was, was backflipping to the other side. I was yeah, like, dude, stupid. this is where freestyle's going. I yeah. think this is this sucks. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Then you know, all of us riders said that. Like, dude, when I rode X Games, you had to flip 120 feet. You know, that ramp. <laughs> we had to flip that. We had to flip a 90 foot dirt jump that was built like a super kicker. Like you were just going straight up. And the courses just like they were so gnarly. Like, I mean, I was like I've raced some super crosses and I was pretty nervous seeing like James Stewart or someone down there, you know, but like I was shitting my pants on the rolling. Cause I'm like, this is going to be the gnarliest run I got to do right now, you know? And then we go, you know, you fast forward seven or eight years and these guys are three feet off the ground, like half of them crashed and get up and walk away. And you're like, yeah. if I crashed on the 120, there was no way in hell I was walking away from that. You yeah. know what I, I mean? think, yeah, that was one, I think it was that same event where there was some kid from Texas in it. It yeah. was when it was yeah. in Austin, and I'd never heard of the kid. I don't know if he was yeah, big no or had. whatever, but he, like, wasn't going very big. I'm like, how the fuck did this guy get invited yeah. here? And then he crashed on both of his runs, and that was it. Was it. Embarrassing. it was embarrassing. Like, and, you know, that's another spot that's kind of a bummer is, like, dudes like that make our sport look bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're, like I keep saying it, but back in the day, it was like everyone was gnarly. You know, like, I think one year I had heart attack flipped the 120, and Shallon flipped the 90-foot dirt and all this, and I got eighth place. That's just how gnarly, like, you know, because you had Bilko three in the 120 and, yeah, Nate three in the third jumps, and it was just, dude, it was insane. You know, like, I actually loved watching it. Like, I'd get done with my run, and I would watch those guys. Not because I'm trying to – obviously, I'm not going to beat them, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like, this is insane. Like, watching a 360 over 120 feet is, like, one of the gnarliest things I think you'll ever see. I bet. I couldn't even imagine. Dude, that's crazy. Like, it sounds good when you just talk about it. Like, oh, we make 10 grand in a a show or Mm -hmm. whatever, even four grand. But, like, on your end – Dude, you're fucking risking your life. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. I shaved a lot of years off my life for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, the pressure of wanting to do good is the main one. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you just never know. And like I said, going that far and that fast, you know, just if anything happened, pretty scary. Was the 120 
a, a ramp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember you would do your holy grail yeah. over that, right? Yeah. That Dude, was, it was uh, the best ramp I ever hit. Like, if you guys ever got to just jump it to, like, mm-hmm. a big landing, it was so smooth. And it was like your bike just floated under you perfect. No matter what trick you were doing or even if you just wanted to jump it, it was such a fun jump. Yeah. I remember whoever was announcing was like, fuck, I love what Mason does. I wish he would just do that the I whole wish that's time. all I had to do. Trust yeah. me, that was easy. <laughs> Dude, what, do you let go from the bars, right? Mm-hmm. Or you stand? No, I let go from the... So if you went back to the grabs, it would just be a rock solid. But yeah, oh. I kind of throw the bike out in front of me and... Fuck that, yeah. dude. Scary. You ever had a scary moment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been do- I've done that trick seven million times and nothing that ever like got in my head, but you know, just grab the seat a little weird. And like on my Suzuki's, like the subframe was in one spot and the seat was in one spot. So I had like a little gap oh. and I've gotten like in just the seat before. And like, you know, your seat's all flimsy. Mm-hmm. It was like lifting on me. I'm like, oh, dude, don't break off the brackets or something. Yeah. This would be ugly. Edgy. Yeah. Wow, dude. That's so crazy because yeah. I don't know. They like if the average Joe doesn't know moto probably thinks, oh, no, they got like reinforced things there. Like, yeah. That's what they do. They're professionals. Yeah. I was just thinking fucking back in the day when guys first started like coming off of the bike, remember there was that dude that had like a tether. Yeah. The bungee. Yeah. 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 yeah that's That crazy. wouldn't have done nothing if the bike got away from him, but <laughs> yeah, hey, it was awesome. Hold, he was thinking of it. Down. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dude, it's crazy how far it's come. Yeah. Compared to back then. Yeah. And you know, it's funny cause I just remember watching all that stuff and I remember Chris Rourke was so sick. Like his grabs, you know, just heart attack. I'm like, damn, that's sick. Cause everyone just did like flat seat grabs. Mm-hmm. So Rourke does a heart attack. I'm like, damn, that's sick. And then Miller and Rourke did rock solids in the same weekend. I'm like, holy shit, dude, they're letting go of the bike. This is sick. And then the backflips start coming out. I'm like, dude, I was pumped at like X Games. Like I literally set like my whole day aside to watch like the 03, 04, yeah. 05 X Games, you know, like before I'd gotten into it. And now it's like I commentate for it and like I'm struggling to think of stuff to say, you know, I'm like, yeah, there's a backflip kiss of death that's been done for 20 years. Here we go. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's so hard now because it's just everything's so played out. Kind yeah. Of, you know? Dude, what about fucking mad Mike Jones jumping with a bag over his head and dude, shit like that? Yeah. <laughs> dude, <laughs> like, dude, that was fucking sick. We yeah. could do this whole podcast just on Jonesy. Like, he was such an idiot. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, in I think it was LA03, best trick, when he said he was going to do a barrel roll. Yeah. And he just came off and did half of a flip and then just held onto the bike. He meant to do that. He like he had never done a barrel roll. He told people he had it dialed in the foam pit. You know, he went to Pastrana's, had never done it. And this is how gnarly this guy is. He knew he was going to eat shit and held onto the bike. Like didn't even try to ditch it or nothing. He because he knew he would get good TV coverage off it. And everyone would be like, dude, Jones is gnarly and dude sacrificed himself a wow. lot. Damn. Yeah, and then we went to a bar in Australia one time and like Australia's fifty cent pieces are like that big and like an octagon. We're all wasted, dude. And he throws the 50 cent piece up and goes to stick it to his forehead and press this chick, dude. And it hits him in the forehead, put a big old gash in his forehead, blood running down. He's just sitting there chugging his beer. I'm like, this dude's an animal. Like, he's bitching, man. This is what I want to be like when I grow up. <laughs> what is he doing now, you think? I don't know, dude. He he went off the deep end for a while, obviously. Oh, no. And then, I don't know, dude. The last I heard, he was, this will sound weird, but he was doing like some riding schools back east and doing some stuff with local tracks. But honestly, I haven't heard a word from him in a long time. That's crazy. It's weird that. It's not weird that they fall off and you don't hear from them even if you're in the sport, but like even seeing um, or hearing, oh, yeah, like he was saying he wants to come and ride again or asked me to come ride with him. Like mm. you, you don't hear that from no, him, huh? nothing. Damn. Yeah, and that's how a lot of those dudes are. You know, like Clowers, I know he has a job now. And oh, really? Yeah, Deegan's doing the thing with his kids, obviously. Like a lot of those older dudes just like, you know, Clifford, they all just kind of fell off. You know, Mets is a tattoo artist now. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Like, you know, I'm hoping to like stay in the industry somehow. I don't want to just be the guy that just disappears, you know? And 
Yeah. yeah, I was just going to ask you. So when you quit, are you trying to get a job like in the industry doing something or what? Yeah, we'll see. You know, like I'm doing the X Games again this year. I'm doing three of them. So I'm stoked on that because that, like, as much as I was just saying it's boring, it's still mm-hmm. fun for me. You yeah. Because I think I have a lot of knowledge and I can, I was so sick of the old announcers like just bagging on us. You'd put together your best run and like, yeah, you know, he's a little sloppy here. And didn't try, you know, like, they wouldn't say like, oh, that was a good run. Let's see how the judge, you know. So how do you apply for what? The announcing of the X Games. Like, huh? how'd you get that? They just hit me up. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've always done like some random TV stuff with like Fuel TV and all that. Yeah. I'm not really sure, dude. I got an email one day and they're like, hey, would you be interested in this? I'm like, hell yeah. Nice. I was so scared, dude. I was more nervous than when I was riding. Of yeah. what? Just like there's lots of people watching. I didn't want to sound like an idiot. Uh-huh. And I'm like, because I've never done live TV like that before, like on a big scale. And I'm like sitting there and I got my headset on and they count down and the intro starts going. And right as uh, it was Cameron Steele my first year, he starts talking. Our producer's just yelling in our left ear the whole time. And Cameron's asking me a question. I'm like trying to talk, but this dude is just saying, like, we got an ad in 15 seconds. Hey, move this in 20 seconds. Cameron B. I'm like, I was like so overwhelmed, but like last year was a lot easier, like kind of familiar with everything. I always wonder about that when they're talking and someone else is talking to them. Yeah. So now like when I watch football or something, the dude's like saying, like I've heard Romo, he'll be talking and just kind of stop. And there's like a little pause. I'm like, I guarantee someone said something like froze him or, you know, because it's weird, man. It catches you off guard. Dude, what did you tell? Wasn't that Cameron Steele that you went up to at Enduro Cross one time? Yeah, I said, what'd you do? I, I was like, dude, my dad will not stop saying this. Can you? Can I film you saying, take off your hats and glasses, folks? For MX <laughs> was it freestyle yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. If, when you start, you like crash, you land and be like, all right, take off your hats and glasses, folks. <laughs> and I and then I videoed it. Dude, this was the worst thing in my life. I videoed it and then hit like click to put it away and tell him thanks and talk. Yeah. So I'm not like, hold on, I want to say, let me send it to my yeah. dad. And then I opened my phone and it didn't save it. Uh, like, and I was like, oh, damn it. I'm not going to go back up to him. He's probably I do it one bugged. more time. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do it like, again? Fuck you, kid. Get yeah. out of here. Beat <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> that is. You'll see him again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll remember. Yeah. He, I'll do it with you. You don't think he'll remember that? No. Nah, probably not. Just because he's kind of like borderline on the stupid side. Really? Not because, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Dude, he's cool. Yeah, he's so cool, dude. He was bitching. He's a good announcer too. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. I miss I miss I wish Ralph would retire like cause Yeah, Ralph's nails on a chalkboard to me. Dude, I can't, he's harsh. I can't do it, you know. Oh no. Yeah. He's like, dude, he put his foot out. Yeah. Like he swaps like yeah. an inch. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then with it's like dumb and dumber in there now with Ricky and then he's yeah. like, Oh, watch this, nothing happens, and then oh yeah. and nothing else happens. <laughs> They're trying to hype up something that's not going on. You're <laughs> yeah. all okay. Oh, you dude, the filming has been <laughs> terrible at some rounds mm-hmm. where it's like you can watch the leaderboard and they're like 0.3 seconds away, like first and second. And yeah. They've got a battle for six going. I know, dude. Yeah. I, like, dude, dude, I just said that like a month ago. Like they, st- they talked about a pass like Ricky and Ralph did, uh-huh. but we were watching some, you know, yeah. two dudes mid pack. Yeah. And they've like cut back to, it and it's like web just par- past Marv or something for the lead. I'm like, cool, dude. Yeah. I was bitching watching yeah. freaking, uh, I love <laughs> freezy dude, out there. There's some rounds where it's like fucking, it, they'll switch to a camera that's like in the dirt uh-huh. yeah <laughs> and then they're like oh fuck yeah. like someone hit the wrong button they go back to yeah. everyone <laughs> yeah, does Hilarious. it irritate you too when they're just like overabundance of that like spider cam deal yeah like you yeah. feel like you're like watching the race like this the whole time you're like dude move that damn thing like yeah. i'm yeah. sick of looking down at the track you know yeah, yeah. and then rick would be like, oh i love that view i love yeah. that view. <laughs> so like, oh you love it okay let's yeah. run it a little longer yeah the goats talking folks yeah fuck <laughs> 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 dude so uh have you been to burning man no Okay, let's check that one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I refused that just because for some reason I'm always in the airport with those people. Yeah. And they just annoy the shit out of me. 
Yeah, yeah so it's not that I'm against Burning Man. I'm against the damn people that right. think Burning mm-hmm. Man's like Coachella oh, or something. You know dude, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I went last year, and the only thing, like, if everyone just kept their Burning Manness out at Burning Man, and then just the playa came back, but their normal clothes were back on, and yeah. like their like weird mystical thoughts are like gone, then it'd be fine. Yeah, because I was the, the overachievers. Yeah. They try to stretch it out for yeah, as long as they possible. Do. They got like the decompression events at like gsr and shit and like yeah. we'd have when i did valet at atlantis do the that fucking playa dust all over your clothes because it's on their backs yeah. and shit when they come back yeah. and then they stay for another week yeah and they're just walking around and like the hallways and uh to get to the rooms you can see like the wheel marks from the bags yeah, just and all shit the dust, up and down yeah. all Walmart the belt parking carts. lots look like freaking yeah. burning man all the motorhomes out yeah. there i'm just like jesus Dude, that's where i stayed yeah <laughs> Dude, it's crazy because that dust is like it will be in after a shower. You'll still have it like in your pores. Mm-hmm. It's so thin. It's just ingrained in you. Yeah, it's stupid. That's why you keep going back. Yeah, that's why you love it, dude. <laughs> I live for Exfoliate. Burning Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no Burning Man. How about a uh, fucking Kmart's and Carson, dude? <laughs> what about it, dude? What, what happened? The Kmart's and Carson. <laughs> Kmart's just gone. I think, dude. isn't it? Like, what is there? One or two left? Yeah, I don't know if there's any, dude. Yeah, is that a, is a Walmart shut that down? How did that go down? Walmart shut everything down. True, huh? It's so weird because, like, you know, growing up in the trailer park and in Carson City, there were so many, like, small, like, you know, Albertsons and Scleries oh, yeah. and Kmart and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, dude, those are our stores. And then all of a sudden, they're just all gone. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. Just like that. Just Walmart and Costco. Big people came in and shut them down. Yeah. that's They probably outbought them or however that works. Well, right? they just run them into the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Kmart's charging four bucks. Walmart will come in and charge $1.99. Everyone's like, ah, oh, screw Kmart, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, dude, it's hard to compete with those guys. Yeah. That's funny that uh, that's a topic that you thought of, though. Yeah, that's pretty – when yeah. I saw that, I'm like, did I miss something? Like, when did I say something about Kmart back in my day? No, no. no I just was thinking, like, dude, two, car- two Carson yeah. people, like, Kmart and Carson was pretty iconic. Now yeah. there's a skate park in there, dude. Is there? It's, well, to anyone from Silver Springs, it'd be a skate park. Oh, just a yeah. concrete floor? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, pillars. Throw a couple pipes down and try and grind them or something. <laughs> just rolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there really like ramps and shit in there? Yeah. Like cheap plywood. Yeah. But I, I saw them. I couldn't figure out a way in. So someone knows something. It's like a roof or I don't know. Yeah. Someone knows something. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. shady senator shit. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's what we're all about. Okay. We're racing that one. Yeah. Came on to Carson. You didn't race real estate though when we talked about it. Yeah. How do you do? Do you think we covered that? You like it? Yeah. We covered it. Yeah. Go ahead and race that one. Yeah. Good Thanks. job. Good job. Have you seen my fitness account? Itikowski? Oh. oh, well, when I, after this one, I'm going to have a spare time on the shit or something. Just search it. I got a lot of spare time on that thing, too. Yeah. I've been trying to eat healthy, dude, and I think my body's just built for bad food. <laughs> Every time I eat healthy, dude, I'm stuck in there forever. Really? Yeah, butt's all raw, like from wiping all day. And I was like, God, this sucks, dude. <laughs> you go in and out right now, huh? Yeah. Is this thing healthy? Yeah, uh, I don't really Is know. Is it like right in the middle? Yeah, yeah it's in the okay, middle. It's all right. It's more That's towards... why I'm holding off on it because I don't want to have to get up and leave <laughs> oh, halfway through this thing. These are the best burritos. Dude, they look so good. Yeah. They are good. I'll eat it on my way to golf. You golfing after this? Oh, yeah. Look 18? at how nice it is. You're right, yeah. dude. We've been stuck in this damn winter forever, it feels like. so. Who do you golf with? Bunch of us. Bunch of alcoholics. My pops, a couple of my buddies. Alcohol. You yeah. guys are always drinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why like, I was saying this to someone, I think on Blair's podcast, but everyone's like, I get so much shit talked on me for like golf and Call of Duty and everything. 
I'm like, if you guys could see what we're doing, it's not like I'm out there like thinking I'm Tiger Woods, like all dressed up, like tucked in shirt. It's like, dude, we got tall cans all over our cart, dude, and we're doing stupid shit. I'm like, this is fun. Jump in the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, go- have you golfed with Ricky Fowler or whatever? No, never Rick. But when I go down to California, I golf with a dude that grew up with him. Oh. Like they're, they've been like childhood friends basically. And he always gives me like all the dirt on like the PGA tour. And, you know, like we golf where Fowler go when he goes home to Marietta in the winter for Christmas and stuff. He'll mm. like tell me shots he does. I'm like, these dudes are insane. That's why I drink. So I at least have an excuse when my ball never comes off the ground, you know? Dude, I always look up like sometimes some golf stuff will like pop up on my feed for like ma- the Masters, like when Tiger won. Mm. I went to it and like I was trying to figure out how much he made. And then like Fowler was on there and it was like 200 grand. Mm hmm. I was like, damn, dude, those guys make so much money. Damn. And half of them are like fucking 60 years old still out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's gnarly. I was, when I was talking to my buddy down in Marietta, he's like, yeah, dude, Rick last year did like 35 mil alone just in endorsements. Damn. I'm like, no prize money? Yeah, just that's just endorsements. Yeah, his, so this company, Short Par 4, it's like a little dude started it and it's kind of gotten bigger and my buddy was kind of helping him and they did a deal with Ricky and Ricky did the friends deal because of my buddy. And dude, it's his lowest paying deal out of 15 and it was 750 grand for the year, one year, not a three year contract. Yeah. And it's his lowest paying. It was a friends and family deal is what his agent called it. I'm like, Oh God, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. 15 million dollars. He was a moto guy, wasn't he? He used to like, yeah, I mean, he he rode. Yeah. Like, like us. Yeah. Weekend warrior road. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think he was like pretty like highly touted for golf and went out to Ocotillo and broke his ankle. And his Mm -hmm. dad's like, Hey, that thing's going to the side. You're going yeah. to go to college and golf. Good call, dude. Good call. Fuck that. Where was my dad on that one? Yeah. <laughs> Where would you have been? I don't know. If I didn't ride? Yeah. Ah, uh, dude, I'd probably be working at Carson City Toyota or something like my dad did and servicing <laughs> cars. Thank That's God. <laughs> he said, he's told me one time, he's like, dude, without you, I'd be working at the fucking Carson dump. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd be the water truck driver. Landfilling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, well, I think those guys make good money though. Do they? Yeah. Cause it's like state type of job. Oh. Because okay. I think someone was telling me, like, the dude that drives the dozer, you know, and has to mow all the trash up. I'm like, I could do that. Just run over trash all day. And the dude makes, like, 50 bucks an hour or something. Whoa. Yeah. Sit in a dozer all day and smash trash in 50 an hour. Like, that's doable. You, he could drink. I would drink, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> have to. Dude, so boring. Have you had some crazy party stuff, like, in the heyday of, like, 07, 08? Dude, the heyday, it's still going on. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've had nitro. I've won nitro tour drunk like three years in a row right now, just for freaking partying every single day. And what well, you said, you've won nitro tour drunk. Yeah, because they do like an awards thing after every tour. And there's like best FMX or goes to Adam Jones and best this, best that. And then it's tour drunk, and I've like I've got it hands. Last year, I only did two of the shows on like their Cap City tour and won the damn thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you guys are, now you're just doing it on purpose. Yeah, they want to. I only blacked out twice in the two shows. That ain't even right. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. We bad. know Brandon Schmidt a little bit. Yeah, Schmitty. I, yeah, yeah. He's crazy. Yeah, he goes for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but dude, what a fucking twacked out dude he is. Mm-hmm. Just dude, on his Instagram, crazy. he's so happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So much energy. That's so crazy. Much. His story, dude. That he was like started. Didn't he start as like their filmer or something? Uh, like they entered. Uh, like Nitro Circus was like looking for new people, and mm-hmm. they said like. Do your send us your videos, and he made a video for himself and like a resume, basically type of deal. Yeah, as snowboarding. Yeah, he's a good snowboarder. Yeah, he shreds on boards. So. And he's like biking and shit now. You know, mm-hmm. like double backflip. Yeah, bi- I'm like, like first world's first, like triple backflip. Yeah, single tail whip. I'm like, dude, this dude's he's not just, even a BMXer. Yeah, he's just kind of like one of those freak athletes. Yeah, like yeah. him and R. Willie. You know, like yeah, that guy's crazy. Yeah, too. they just like they can hop on anything and do all kinds of gnarly stuff. Yeah, I'm not like that. 
What dirt bikes are all I know how to do. I got on a bicycle, like a BMX bike, the other day, and I felt so shaky on it. I'm like, I'm going down at any second. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's not like the. It doesn't kind of fit to you. No. And there's like no suspension, so every time I jump in, I'm just big old endo because I'm like going over the front to do my little scrub. You know, I'm like, oh my god, here we go. (laughs) Who is it online that you see that makes you want to fucking ride ride moto? Where you're like, damn, I just want to ride dirt bikes. Like, like for me, it's like Hodges or or like Mm -hmm. Josh Hill when you see their them do. Like this Alta skate park edit and shit. You're like, yeah. dude, I got, I want to ride. Yeah, I think Axel does that for me pretty good because yeah. you know, like Axel's not a freestyle guy, and that's what. As much as sometimes he bothers me, just uh-huh. because he's kind of like a tryhard a little bit, you know. But I love that he's taken freestyle kind of back a step, like back, to, you know, because when we did it on the pipes and all that stuff, you didn't do tricks. We built big jumps and tried to whip off them or right. just hit them, you know. And like that's what I like about his edits. He's just airing jumps and doing you know the turn ups and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. that makes me want to ride. Compared to watching Tom do bike flips and double back flips, I'm like, nah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Need, I don't need to do that. You I know? bet anyone agrees with that. If you just got a 60, you would see Axel at it. You'd be like, oh, I want to ride. And you see Tom doing these corkscrews. Yeah. You're like, it's like, it's sick it. to watch, but it's not relatable. It's yeah. not relatable. Like, at all. you watch someone like Axel and wrongly, you think, like, oh, I could fucking go do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, it jumps. puts it in your head that you yeah. can do it. And do he's it. so smooth. Yeah. yeah. So smooth. He has a good style. And that's crazy know. that he can, like, flip and shit now too because mm-hmm. he's he is one of those guys you I know mean, even on the bmx bike yeah he rides at whoever's house all the time and like doing crazy shit on that on yeah. the 110 and all that yeah skates like he's pretty good at what he does yeah how do you like your 110 dude, it's sick but freaking cliff won't give it back to me ever oh, t- <laughs> i took it up there because i like i got a seat cover and graphics for it i'm like hey can you throw this all on and then i left like dude i've had the thing for a year and i've ridden like four wheelies on it down my street so far and that's it and <laughs> just him now yeah so the other day I went over there, he was working on my bike and I was ripping it around. I'm like, dude, we need to get a little scene going around here. I don't want like BMX trails and stuff. I just want a cool track where I like I could park you over a fence or something. Yeah. You can cut the track, take me out. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. the crusty one Z fifty track, dude, just a circle. And dude, that makes you laugh so hard. You yeah. Know? Be dude, fun. Hit up Adam for that. I mean, he lives right by you. Yeah. I think he got rid of his horses now. Dude, so, his, his probably would be perfect. Yeah. Cause I mean, I have an perfect acre, size. but dude, yeah. I got Southwick. Like there's no way like oh, okay. you'd just be bogged down the whole time. It might be the same way. No, he's good. Like oh, lower he... Johnson Lane's like more hard pack. Yeah. yeah so. Well, me and him had the same conversation about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, they're so sick. Like, let's all get them. Let's. I'll build a track at my house and all this shit. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I went and got one. Fucking no one else did. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Same exact thing. Like, cause my buddy lives actually right by Adam, and he was gonna get his kid one, and his backyard same thing. It's perfect. You know, just good dirt and. It's like, dude, we should all get him. It was winter. It was raining. I'm like, dude, I'm down. I went and bought it. No one else got one. Yeah. So I just sat there. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. I rode mine two times. Actually, Adam rode it once and I rode it once and he broke it. And then I sold it after that. <laughs> oh, you don't even have it no more? No. Oh, stupid. Yeah. But no. we'll, we'll get it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you got the Honda one, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, what sick. I would want. Yeah. With the clutch cool. or something. No clutch, dude. Why? Keep them stock. It's true. Do you That's throw a pipe bad. or anything? Nah. Just stock. I need to get bars, though. The bars are horrible on those things but yeah i'm just gonna leave mine stock because i did that i built a gnarly 110 and it almost wasn't fun to ride um, you know what i mean like it's just too much because it's see. like we're used to moto so it's like you want to clutch the thing and get on it doing the things freaking looping out and turns and shit because it's way too much power yeah so yeah. i just keep mine stock now and rip it around keep yeah. the momentum dude yeah you're right actually that yeah. is more fun plus like if you get exhaust and shit if we did a backyard and you got fucking people complaining and oh, stuff so. oh they're so quiet yeah, yeah they're like dude purring. once you go full mod they break every time something's you ride always them. wrong with them yeah dude, the stock ones you cannot break them yeah yeah there's That's no right. way them wide one. open they just keep I've never going. changed the oil on a nah. 110 no. <laughs> yeah. Look at the filter once and we'll see how she's looking, and that's about it. 
How my Chow Chow is, dude. My scooter. Yeah. I got the Chinese Chow Chow. And the thing is fucking solid. I thought it was going to be a piece of shit. Yeah. And like, it won't break. Really? Like, the frame is kind of raked out from yeah. jumping it. So it's yeah, like yeah. a low rider. So you can't use the kickstand. Yeah. But. Do you scrape over speed bumps and shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. uh, and if you turn left, the kickstand scrapes on yeah, the ground. Yeah, it. And Why don't you take that thing off, dude? It's. Give yourself some clearance. It's fucking shaving off. Like, every time <laughs> I go just around just piling it down. Yeah. But I've never changed the oil on that thing. I've washed the air filter one time and I took it out and the airbox was full of dirt behind the filter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's good. Need some solid. starting fluid to start up and then it's solid. Yeah, so you don't mess with stuff, dude. And it's fine. <laughs> They're built for a reason like that way. You know what I mean? Look at my truck. Did you hear my brakes on my way in? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's fine. That sounds dude, I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> no comment. No, I need I need to get any tires and brakes, but dude, he goes through a set of tires once every five months. The hell's wrong no, with you? dude. Dude. A year maybe. Is that a lot? Dude. Yeah. Dude, I didn't get. I got like three years out of my last set. What are you doing? I, I don't rotate them and I drive like a badass. <laughs> no, no. I just turn corners hard and don't rotate them, honestly. That's okay. my problem. Yeah. Fully bald on the outside. Rears look fucking new. Yeah. Rotate the damn things. Right now, you we think? No, not right now. <laughs> yeah. Too bad podcast to do, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I'll go out there right <laughs> now. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. <laughs> hey, I mean, if you're motivated right at this second, you do it. We'll nah. hold down the fort. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just going to wait to discount tire to do that. There you yeah. go. There you go. Dude, so uh, you guys got the new setup. I saw the ramps. Mm-hmm. Is that at, uh, whose property is that at? I can't remember the kid's name. RJ. Yeah, RJ Tanner. RJ yeah, Tanner, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And That's it's like just in one the island somewhere. Yeah, it's, dude, it's way the hell up there down this dirt road. But it's perfect because, I mean, it's kind of like we, you know, they built it so quick because we had to get something going before tour started. Mm-hmm. So it's just one ramp and it's kind of, you know, shaky around it, but it's tucked in. So like the other day we rode at noon, it was windy and like you could ride all day. Like with the old East Valley spot, it's like we had to be there at nine on our bikes because if the wind picks up, it would get us every mm-hmm. time, you know? So yeah, stoked those guys let us use their property. They've all been super cool. Um, one of the kids already like almost broke his wrist, I think, trying to hit the ramp. I saw that. Mike. Eddie. Oh. Yeah. Well, his real name is Michael. But yeah, yeah, that's right. I felt so bad because I swear he must have been texting me in his gear because he's like, I don't want to follow Jones, you know, because he's on a two-stroke. Someday can I follow you? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. But each time I rode out there, he wasn't around. And that afternoon, he's like texting me. He's all, so what do I do? And we have like mats, you know, like as a run-in. Mm-hmm. And I'm all, dude, just wait till you're on the mats. When you get on the mats, get your speed up. And when you hit the ramp, gas it. It's all metal, you know. It'll bike shoots off. It's not like dirt where you're spinning all the way up the thing. He's like, okay, like this and that. I'm telling him. And all of a sudden, I get a video from Jones. I'm not shitting you, dude, 10 minutes later. And he's all, dude. And then he just backsides it and goes front flipping <laughs> them all. I just killed the kid. I felt so bad. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Dude, that's Eddie, though. He's that so is fucking him. squirrely. Like, yeah. He's just like how that video like fits his personality that's perfect him. dude he's just like all over the place fucking yeah. so much energy every time you yeah. talk to him and i mean i'll give him an a for effort he went for it like, yeah. he didn't follow no one he didn't no one was even riding i don't think like it's one thing to like watch <laughs> someone hit the jump and then you're like okay i'm gonna try and hit it that way but just to be up there by yourself never hit a ramp you're like here we go you know and just yeah. text you yeah <laughs> hey you think i'm good and you're yeah. like uh yeah just maintain your speed and you'll be <laughs> yeah dude and i was trying to tell the kids i'm like that's where freestyle is so weird because we have way bigger landings than any moto track. Like that landing out there has got, you know, a 10 foot safety deck and probably 30 feet of rollout, you know, and the jump's only 75 feet, but it's just the fact that it's just the ramp that you can't roll over. Mm-hmm. You have like no warm up. you know, like moto track, you can kind of like do two laps, get warmed up and then start jumping stuff. Mm-hmm. But like the way that ramps, like the, what they do to your mind is so weird. 
because you just see this big jump. You know, like if that thing was at Fernley, it would look like this, and you would just air over it. You know, hauling yeah. ass. So yeah, freestyle is weird like and that. And to hit like a a seventy five foot moto jump double or a table, you have to go way faster yeah. at it. Like yeah. you go so slow off a ramp. Yeah, you do because like I said, they're you know they're metal all the way up, mm-hmm. so it just hooks up and takes off. So yeah. That is kind of a mind fuck. Even and that it's jump weird. at Adams, that's the pa- the one that's by the power lines that was fucking steep. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the not like a ramp, but it's the same thing where it's a huge ass jump. Yeah. So when you follow someone one off of it, you're like, dude, we're not gonna make it. Yeah. Like we're going way too slow, and it just boots you right yeah. over it. That's crazy. Their bikes are weird, man. Have you rode out there at his national Conway's? Long time ago, yeah. yeah. And it sucked. It was like middle of summer, and we just kind of went to spend a couple of laps. I think it did like five. Yeah. It was just powder. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah. When did did you, uh, like, so on our show, we just talk shit as much as we can about Adam. But, like, did you know Dennis or, or then met Adam because he was young? No, like, I mean, I've known the Conways forever. You know, okay. they were, Adam was like six, seven years old coming out to Silver State, you know? Yeah. And they were always like the rich kids, like yeah. 10 bikes and the motorhome and everything for a Friday night Palmer race. Palmer graphics. And all yeah, that yeah, okay. But they were cool, you know, like. Marsha, Brooke, they've all always been super cool to us. And, you know, down the road, they gave us a riding spot, which was awesome. And That's right. Yeah. So been friends with them for quite a while. Uh, and do, uh, Carson Raceway, dude, like, were you racing when it started up? Or, like, do you, what? No, what? I mean, it's been around forever. Oh, okay. My dad went and watched, like, Blue Oyster Cult or something out at the car track, like, oh, in the 80s, damn. 70s, or 80s. Yeah. That's cool. So, and, you know, I've been out there where, like, one of my first races on a 50, I think, the track was inside, like they had the moto track still, but for some reason it was like a night race or something. We rode inside the car track. So like oh. we'd actually come over the bank, drop down the cement onto the track, what rally the around, go back up the bank, up to the top. And yeah. That's cool, yeah. dude. I was like heartbroken when that track shut down. Yeah. Just because that was where my first race was. That's where I spent 90% of my childhood, where I met a lot of my friends, you know, and like I drove out to Conway's one time to ride freestyle and it was like the track was still there. Then I like went away for six months, came back, and like the track's gone, but the garages are still there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gone for a year, come back, and dude, it's just a subdivision now. I'm like, yeah. ah, dude, this sucks yeah. so bad because yeah. that track was perfect, dude. Yeah, dirt was so good, layout was fun, and close to town, close to town, yeah, yeah. but far away. Like that was the weirdest part. People, when people complain, it's like, dude, you moved here, pro- for sure, yeah. knowing that and probably being a fan of it, like, yeah. and then complain because it's on a Tuesday night practice or yeah. whatever. I was so pissed because. You know, for the longest time, like even those little trailers that weren't out there, like when you were coming up to the track. Oh, really? Yeah, those weren't out there. Oh. And they said they sold that part of the land and there might be some housing being built. And they gave all the dudes or all the people that bought the place, they're like, hey, man, this is a track. And it was mainly for the cars. I don't think they bitched as much about the moto, but like on a Saturday night when the cars were ripping until 11 o'clock, you know? Yeah. yeah. And sure, shit, it was just one by one. They started complaining and they always win, you know, because housing is more important than sports, obviously. So, yeah, I was pretty pissed about that. That was the first start of it. And then, you know, once Hanson got out of there, it kind of started going downhill. Ty, Ty tried his best, but, I mean, he was mm-hmm. going to lose to the county mm-hmm. all day, you know. And, yeah, it sucked when that place was shut down. It's crazy that we have so much land around here. and So many people ride, but the scene is just dead because we don't have any tracks. Dead, and dude. no one can get one going. And yeah. even, like, you guys looking for spots to ride, I think about that. When you're between spots, and I see Jones post mm-hmm. like, "Hey, does anyone know where we can put the ramps?" I'm like, dude, these guys are fucking the best in the world, and they can't mm-hmm. even find a place to ride around here. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, it it sucks. Like, I haven't had a track bike in two years now. I haven't ridden tracks in probably four years. And everyone's like, "Dude, what? Like, you need to go moto." I'm like, "Where?" <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I love Prairie City and stuff, but 
I'm like, gone. I'm gone so much. Like I get home on a Sunday or Monday. I don't want to drive on a Wednesday all the way over the hill, come back, and then fly out on a Thursday. Yeah. I mean, that's just me being a pussy. But, but you know, when you have three days at home, you want three days at home to yeah. hang out and get stuff done. And yeah, it's just I'm not going to go spend ten grand on a new 450 to have it sit in my garage like my old one did. You yeah. know, it sucks. It's a bummer. I mean, I wish we had 28 and Silver State and Stead. I like. I always loved Stead when it was a track like Hard Pack. You know, I was, loved Hard Pack for some reason. But, yeah, it just sucks around here now. You don't like Prison Hill? I hate Prison <laughs> Hill, dude. I've always hated Prison and uh, Deer Run. Yeah. Those are my two like least favorite spots ever. Deer yeah. Run is my number one least. But Deer Run, way back in the day before those warehouses and stuff came in, like when the Krusty videos came out, they had some gnarly cliff jumps out there. And they it was did? like our first like free ride. You know, we would try to be like all the Krusty guys. And we'd go out there and there was like, they were massive, dude. Like, I don't know, 100 feet tall. Like kind of hill climbs, but rain rutted. So you had to like find a line. And Miller was always like the go for a guy, so he'd get halfway up and he can't touch, so he'd just bail off his bike and his bike would cartwheel down. And, Dude. Yeah, so Deer Run was sick. Not the track itself, but like there was some awesome jumps out there and stuff until everything got built over. Is it where that like corner thing is? It's like so if the track's here and the main road's here, yeah. It's where all that stuff is now. Oh uh, that was all just mounds and you know, cliffs and everything. And yeah, it was it was bitching out there for a bit for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Damn. That Rancho's was, my favorite place, but I'm Rancho's biased. was sick. Yeah, Rancho's was like, well, yeah, when well, they had the construction the out there, and like you could go out there on a Saturday, and the construction was closed. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's the same thing. Same like it was our free riding area. You know, and then yeah. our buddy Wilson went up to that top pit up there and built all those jumps, mm-hmm. and the dirt out there was insane. So you know, good. yeah. So Rancho's were sick. Yeah, it's still like it sucks now, but it's like. If it's wet, it's so yeah, fucking good. Yeah. And that's the thing about this area is like everything sucks, but if you get a rain, like you can't beat some of the dirt around here, you know, some good dirt. Dude, okay. if you go right out the ranchos, I haven't been for like a year now, but dude, some of the shit that the kids build now is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Remember that one yeah. we hit? Well, they, like I like finding like little kind of natural jumps, like berm to berm or yeah. something. Yeah. And they're always like steep as fuck. So you just have to burp yeah. over it. And then they'll, there was one that was pretty big and it was like a triple and it was one of my favorite ones. And then I go out there and they, where the lip was, they just fully got rid of that berm and built it into this like mellow thing. Evil so you just evil. fucking haul. Yeah, exactly. They just haul <laughs> ass into it and you jump the same exact jump, but no yeah. one wanted to like blip over it. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're going a hundred feet, but you're one foot off the ground. Yeah, exactly. I love those jumps. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Let's do the fucking tech one current event. Let's do it. Am I part of this? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, let's do it. Give the give the intro. All right, everybody. Here's the halfway segment. This is brought to you by Tech One Designs. Um, go and get your graphics and everything, you know, helmet, sticker kit, whatever your kids into. Um, techonedesigns.com and this is the current event. What what do we got, Feeks? The news is dry. <clears throat> the number one trending story is semi plows into stop traffic, igniting fiery 28 vehicle crash. Usually we can find a stupid fucking story on here, though. Is that, are you on Apple News? Yeah. Trending stories. 28 things that must have been designed by geniuses. Must have. Let's hear, let's hear number one. Number one, microfiber makeup removing cloths. Oh. That is romantic. Dude, that's, that's exactly what I've been looking for my whole life. Fucking genius. Collapsible foam roller. You need one of those. That's yeah. not genius. No. That's not uh, genius. Like, like the first person to fucking invent a cup holder? Genius. Genius. You know? Uh, microfiber cloth? 
Dude, just use a little bit more water. Yeah. You know? Dude, you might benefit uh, at Burning Man with that thing, though. They, they, Get my it. Burning Man name is Baby White because I would fucking ask everybody. <laughs> is that your shower? Yeah, dude. Gross. Smoke a diaper all day? <laughs> yeah. No, for like five minutes and then ply it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ply it back on there. <laughs> yeah. Underarm sweat pads is number nine. I could use that. Yeah. That's, I wear black shirts all the time because I always get like a little sweaty. So, you know, yeah. I'd like to wear a gray shirt or something once in a while. What do you yeah. mean? What's it do? You just Did stick it, it in your armpit? What don't you get about underarm sweat pads? Sweat, yeah, dude. It's like a maxi pad, but for your armpit. Why well, do you need the, the I've photo? I've never dude? heard of that. He's, he's really into it. He's <laughs> looking. I might invest or something, dude. That's a good, that's a good thing. Underarm uh, what sweat else we got? Pad. Dude, I'm over it. What's your favorite Buzzfeed. invention? Sucks. Like, if, if you could think My of one. My favorite invention? Like, if you're like, fucked out, took a genius. I don't know. Dude, it's weird because I know this stuff all the time, but now that I'm put on the spot, I can't think of it. Because there's sometimes when you're driving and you like look at something, you're like, who the hell thought of that? Yeah, How'd you, that's a great idea. How did your brain think of that? Dude, I think about uh, just like stuff that we use all the time, like lights, electricity, mm-hmm. fucking running water, yeah. shit like that. Like take yourself back like 200, 300 years, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know? Like how gnarly is that? There was literally nothing. You had no resources. You have no internet or nothing. You're just like, let's see if, oh shit, that worked. Yeah. Bitching, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just trying to get around your own house after dark. Yeah. Like, if there was not a, a light switch. Dude, it's crazy. I would have sucked growing up in that era because I'm <laughs> afraid of the dark. Bad. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Like, today? Yeah. I mean, like, to this day. Yeah. Like, like, if my roommate and my girlfriend are gone, dude, lock all the doors, alarm set, everything. I'm like, someone's coming <laughs> all in All the lights dude. on? Yeah. Dude, we, uh, our water heater went out, like, two months ago, and we had to go 1800s for showers. Like, oh. We would fucking boil water on the stove and then carry the pan upstairs to the shower and, like, sponge bathe with the warm water dude, that you way. guys are way smarter than I am. I, well, I would have just toughed it out for the, a couple the weeks. The first one, I toughed it out. I was like, <laughs> fuck, dude, we need to find some warm water. Yeah. And it was like over a long weekend or something. So the home warranty company that the landlord uses like wouldn't show up until yeah. the Tuesday. Or yeah. Whatever. I was like, fuck, dude. We yeah, like should have like days. filled up a trash bag and hung it off the tree or something. Let the oh, sun yeah. naturally oh. hit it and then go out there and poke a hole in it. Yeah. Butt naked in your backyard. <laughs> that would have been sick. Yeah. Neighbors love us already, dude. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We don't have too many beefs. We have one a beef with one neighbor named Biddy. We have two but, uh, beefs. The, uh, the girl across the street drives that gray Mercedes. She oh, lives yeah. at this oh, end. Yeah. Well, there's what? the first problem. She drives a Mercedes, so yeah. she's going to be a bitch no matter what. <laughs> well, dude, she lives – so, like, this street is a circle mm-hmm. to get back to the main street. She lives right next to this exit, and she always comes in the other exit and uh, drives all the way around to get to her so house. So she's spying. Yeah, she's I think yeah, she's just like uh, checking shit yeah. out. But she rips, dude. She's like this old lady and she's going like 35 down the street Sick. around the corner. Yeah. And like we'll be pulling out. She'll slam on the brakes and shit. Yeah. yeah. The one time we were leaving to go to Fernley in the morning and she comes around the corner flying. And I just go into drive and pull out and she rips. And, I'm, and I just fucking around. But I throw my hand up <laughs> and she goes and I go like tailgater all the way to her <laughs> fucking house yeah and then just go i was like yeah scaring the yeah. little old lady yeah feel like such a man after that one huh? yeah and <laughs> i then, always do that like if i get like a kid or an old person i'm like god damn i'm badass man <laughs> yeah, yeah. yo fuck you kid go me- to bed some mexican with a tatted face comes at me i'm like oh my god i'm out of here was <laughs> he chasing away. me yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude you're always getting into road rage i am dude he, he had one tell tell about your one the other day when you're going to meet zinc cool. at brewer's cabinet and so I was filming for Zinc at Brewers, and on the way there, it's 30 miles an hour. 
this dude's going 20, and I think he's texting because he'll, like, pick it up to mm-hmm. 25, then slow back down to 20. And it's like, dude, you're you're asking for yeah. it, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like, all right, I'm going to a gig. I can't show up pissed off. Like, I got to stay mellow because road rage will get me pissed hella quick. And then so I just pass him. And, like, once he realizes I'm passing him, not pulling up to, like, talk shit, I'll just – he pins it, and I'm in that shitty Ford. Yeah. He's in an X5 BMW, so 0.4 seconds later, he's already up next to me. I'm like, great. So I just fall back in line. I'm like, maybe I woke him up, and he starts brake checking me. Oh, uh, dude. And I'm like, all right. How is it? Yeah. So then I, I got around. I was like, I was trying to remember, like, dude, I can't be getting into this before I'm going like going to this gig, yeah. you know? So get around him. He's flashing his brights all the way to me. I'm like, all right, at this light. Like, fuck it. I'm, he's going to hear it, dude. Yeah. And I roll down my window. I go in the left lane. Brewer's cabinet is literally 30 feet over there. And I have both my windows down. And Zink and all them are, or Cam wasn't there, but the, the Groms and everyone I'm working with are right there and listening to me. Fuck you, motherfucker. And he goes, fuck you, pussy. Look at your truck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude. And I said, Damn. Yeah, look at it. I'm broke. <laughs> and I took off, and then they all heard that. And yeah. I was like, fuck, dude, you should Like, damn, he got me. I have a shitty truck. Well, like, I know he didn't get you. You got him right back. Yeah. He's probably like, damn, I tried to talk shit to me. He liked it. Yeah. He embraced it. I am broke. I should have been like, dude, can you spare some change? Yeah. You know? Yeah, this shit gets me fired it's up. And I, yeah. Fuck. How, you, you get on Road Rage, or how do you get yeah, I do, but I don't like actually say nothing. Oh. But people piss me off every day. Yeah. I drive like assholes, you know? That's what like scares me about society is driving in airports. You know, like airport, dude, zone one gets called and you have 500 people in zone eight standing right in front of the like thing. And you're like, how do you not know how to count, dude? I learned that like in first grade. Like, yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> yeah. people? So yeah, I get pretty, uh, pretty pissed off at society. Yeah, it's hard to. And yeah. then, and then I, and I'm not even a smart guy. So that's saying something. If someone's fucking dumber than me, Bless your heart, man. You got a long life ahead of you. (laughs) Dude, is there any other areas like an airport or driving where you just have to deal with the public like that? DMV, dude. DMV, for sure. Yeah, but the DMV is getting more organized, so at least everyone's kind of like sitting down and you can like, you know, like back in the day when it was lines and shit, yeah, it sucked, but. I don't know. Ah, Dude, everywhere. I mean, dude, you go to food places, you yeah. know, like oh, dude, Walmart. I've been going to Walmart on Thursdays. Walmart, now. I refuse to go to Walmart. <laughs> well, I used to go on Sunday, get all like because I clean the house, do laundry and shit on Sunday. But there's hell of people there, mm-hmm. so I started going on Thursdays. So there's way less people, but the people that are there on a Thursday at 1 p.m. like don't fucking work. It's yeah. like the lowest of the low, yeah, like dude. unemployed people. But there's not many of them. Yeah, so I don't know which is better yet. Dude. I mean, there's less people, so that's good, but it's just like, dumber than fuck, shit. Fuck, dude. They're dumb and like yeah. on drugs and shit, all twacked out. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's, Walmart, that's dude. Walmart on 7th, dude. Yeah. yeah. Walmart oh. gives me anxiety. Bring back Scolari's, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Scolari's was sick. I go to Rayleigh's all the time still. Yeah. Rayleigh's it's expensive, sick. but mm-hmm. support the little people. It's worth it, though. Just not dealing with dude, I, those people. Hey, you're exactly right. Like, I go to Rayleigh's and it's like older people, mm-hmm. but they're like sophisticated. Yeah. You know, they're like, their cart's on the side. They're looking at one thing. You go to Walmart, dude, and they have like all 10 of their kids are spread out playing around the cilantro you're trying to get. You're all, 
dude, you're over there. Let me get in there real quick. Yeah. Kid's itching his ass and grabbing the vegetables. You're like, oh my dude, God. My favorites is when they're like looking for some and they find it to their right and they just let go of their car and yeah. it drifts to the left. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they just take up the whole aisle. Like you go yeah. to Rayleigh's, it's organized, dude. It's yeah. like everyone that went to school, you know, like, yeah. they know how to do lines and stuff. Like, this is sick. They got the customer in training. Yeah. Like this yeah, is how we you, do like, it. Like you ask one of the like, you know, people work and they're like, Hey, where's this? So, oh, it's right there. You know, four, eight. You're like, cool. Go to Walmart, dude. And same thing. Chicks itching her ass. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Let's go find it. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, only no. a stalker. I yeah. only stalk the shelves. You're like, wouldn't you know where that goes? Or? Yeah. You fucking spend enough time with these shelves, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy, yeah, dude. Dude. I saw a meme the other day that was like, uh, it was a cartoon, but it was people walking out of Whole Foods and people walking out of like CVS and mm-hmm. it was like happy, skinny people and like in color. And then this side was like fucking basically the people we're talking about, like at Walmart. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's so true. You've yeah. never been to a fucking CVS oh, yeah, or dude. Walgreens or yeah. anything, unless it's in like a decent area, but like usually they're not No, like the one on fucking plum down by, or it was on Moana. Down by Atlantis, dude. That one's fucking shit. Dude, the one, because I, I used to do the Sac State for, yeah, Sac State Fair, I think it was called, in Sacramento. And I needed toothpaste. I forgot my damn toothpaste here. So I'm like, oh, I'll just rip in there. Dude, and there is just trash all over the front of this thing, like when you're walking in. And everyone in line, I'm like, I'm not making it out of here. I'm getting robbed. I'm getting <laughs> murdered. Something's going to happen, dude. I Like, you know, huge black chicks with 15 kids in their arms, dude, <laughs> yelling at the other kids that are on the ground. I'm like, <laughs> And like I said, I'm a broke guy, you know, I live in a little ass house. Like I'm not some like high and mighty rich guy, you know, yeah. and I'm, that's when, you know, like when someone's that low under you, you're like, Phew, this is bad shape right here. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. I'll, <laughs> I'll just not brush my teeth for a while or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that important. The toothpaste. Nah, <laughs> screw actually. Yeah, like, like Walgreens by the casinos in Reno. That's similar oh, to that. There's yeah. trash and bums every day. Dude. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, and they don't even sell beer there. Yeah. Dude, how many fucking CVSs are there in Vegas? Like, Oh, they're all over dude, the place. Going down, even just down the strip. Yeah. That, there's that like one? 30 of them. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. You don't, do you have that house in Vegas? Yeah. Do you rent it or yeah, something? Yeah, it's been rented out for a while. Yeah. That was a cool place. I remember yeah. when uh, Conway did that Hart and Huntington thing, he let us stay there. Mm-hmm. Didn't he have all, what do you, what do you do with all that memorabilia stuff you had upstairs? It's all in my house. Oh, okay. But my house is too small for it, so it's like all just packed away in every single corner of my garage and storage Oh, it is? Shed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's someday. sick, dude. I know, dude. That's, we always talk about it. It's like someday I'd like to build like a a little like game room or, mm-hmm. you know, like sports room or something. Because I got, I saved three or four of my bikes yeah. throughout the years. And I, like all my medals just sit in my safe. You know, I don't even have nothing to do with those. Because I'm not the type of guy that's going to put everything in my living room. Right. It's like when everyone right. comes to my house, I'm like, hey, dude, check, you know, this is what I did. It's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't like that, but. Because it seems like you're asking for it. Yeah. yeah. We're just trying to show off, you know, yeah. it's like. But if it's in the party room and the whole yeah, thing is Yeah, make a that, party room. Yeah. yeah. Like I've gotten a bunch of like jerseys from football dudes and stuff that I'd like to frame up and I got to do something with it. Yeah. It, do you like football? Mm-hmm. Is that like your, like for the people that watch you as motocross, their sport, like what do you watch? Golf and football? Golf and football. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like all sports, but like, you know, baseball and basketball, they're too long. Like the seasons. But like postseason, like right now, we've been watching the NBA playoffs, and mm-hmm. you know when it gets down to like postseason for baseball, I'll get all into it. And it's funny because I don't know how, but I'll pick a team, like no tie to them at all. You know, I'm like yeah, I want this team to win, and then I'm like so into it. Like I've never watched hockey. And the other night it was the Knights, uh, you know, Vegas versus San Jose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know why, but I just wanted the Knights to win super bad. I'm like, dude, come on, dude. And they miss. I'm like, damn it. And I was all pissed. I'm like, it's my first game I've ever watched. Yeah. Like, I'm like so into this right Fan now already. Yeah, yeah, it's super weird. I wonder if people are like that with Supercross. If they turn it on and go, I want that guy to win. You Probably, know? yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
you know, That's like so the, weird. I don't even think of people I like that just turn it on and watch. Oh, what's this? That's yeah. so crazy that there's people out there. Yeah. I mean, most people just I come like across that, it. Yeah. 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 That is weird, huh? Cause it's, it's crazy, our lives. Dude. Yeah. This world is massive. Cause like to us, Moto's huge, you know, like yeah. we know everything about it. And like when I do that sack fair, dude, I, every time we do, I think we do like 50 something shows, 52 shows throughout the two weeks. And every autograph signing we do, people come through and like, dude, I have never seen this before. This was insane. I'm like, Christ, man, you live under a rock? Like, yeah. But to us, it's our <laughs> life, you know, but to these people that are just out in freaking no man's land, you know, yeah. they've never heard of it. So, and Dude, look at even like if when you go to a Supercross, when the, the doors actually open, like right before seven, like all those people that you can tell aren't really mm-hmm. moto people. Like all the moto people are there and they go to the pits and watch qualifying and all that yeah. shit. But all the people that show up at like 6.30 and yeah. it's, the stadium's fucking full. Yeah. Like, damn, dude, they spent money to come here and they're like not even into it. Yeah. Seems like. Yeah. That's, I would never spend money on something I'm not into. Hell no. That's what's crazy, dude. Like That's what I'm saying. Like baseball in like July, June or July, you wouldn't spend money to go to that shit. No, fuck no. no. Players don't even care, dude. It's game freaking 30 of 162. <laughs> like, shit. Dude, yeah. that 162? Mm-hmm. That's their regular season. Damn. Yeah. But they get paid so much too. So much. Yeah. But I, I'll like not uh, as far as like physically, I wouldn't say, but they earn it, mm-hmm. you know, because like when I'm busy and I ride for like six months out of the year, I'm like, oh, this sucks. And that's just on the weekends. Like those dudes play like four to five times a week. Could oh. you imagine the like repetition and just like, like I said, the mid June game where there's 20 people in a stadium and you're just like, oh my God, <laughs> thank God I'm getting paid for this. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah, those true. guys do make a lot. I think the minimum is like 500 K or something yeah. for major league baseball. Yeah. You're just sitting, huh? Those, yeah, those are the guys that are benched. But yeah. I go fucking sit on the bench for 500. I will do it all day. As many games as you want. Hell yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Poor guys, because they're like, they're at the point where they're like, I made it to MLB, but I'm not even playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just practicing every yeah. week. Fuck, that's gotta be weird, dude. I got a question for you that I've been thinking about. Um, I always wonder, like, guys that were like badass in whatever they do, and then they're still sponsored, like years fucking later do you think that's mostly because of relationships built while they were badass where like they just know whoever or they've been with the company forever and they just keep hooking them up yeah yeah there's definitely there's a loyalty to some some of it you know and but it's more on the the athlete i think you know like i've done a good job because like i haven't really been relevant in freestyle for six or seven years you know Mm. that's just being real like i haven't learned nothing new i'm not trying to push it but I'm also the dude that, you know, Fox invites me to something, I'll go do it. Mm. Even if I got to drive eight hours down there for a half hour preview or something that they're doing, you know, and always texting them. And I think like, if you stay in contact, like it's not hard for people to give you product, you know, like they're not going to pay you obviously, but I mean, shit, Fox gives me freaking, you know, five, $6,000 with a close a year. So it's like, why wouldn't yeah. you keep in touch with them and, you know, not have to buy stuff. So I think there's a loyalty to it from some companies. I mean, some companies don't give two shits about you too, you know? So yeah, I think the dudes that you see like that still get hooked up. There's there's a reason for it. Yeah. What are you? How are you involved with Hart and Huntington? Like what? Because I know you've been with them for a long time. But yeah. Like I don't know. Like what do you do? Yeah. So it's dude. It was weird. It started. I met Hart in '05, which was when H and H opened their first shop in Vegas, and you know we did filming for on the pipe out in Santa Barbara, <clears throat> and we just hung out. And you know I had not one tattoo at this time. And we were just shooting the shit. I'm like, man, I'd like to get tattooed at some point. I got a couple ideas. And he's like, yeah, anytime. So I hit him up like probably three months later. And he's like, dude, how about you run a sticker and we'll give you free tattoos whenever you want. I'm like, all right, dude, that'd be sick, you know? 
Because I was pumped on like the clothing more. I liked the four bar, you know, like mm-hmm. the logo and stuff. I'm like, this is sick, dude. And then, you know, three months went by and I hadn't gotten tattooed yet. And he hit me up like on a Monday morning or something because he wakes up super early, dude. I wake up and I had a text from him like, oh, shit, what I do wrong now? And I look at him, he's like, hey, man, I'm going to get you two bikes. All right, sweet. And I had to run like H&H graphics on him. And I'm like, this is badass, dude, because this was like my first real year, like where I did X Games and all that stuff. The Hondas? Yeah. Yeah. The white ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he bought me two bikes and then, you know, the tattoos. And then I started getting paid from them. And, you know, Hart was sick, dude. One year at X Games, I was just sitting there and he came up and gave me a $5,000 check. He's like, hey, man, just thanks for Because this is before social media, really. Mm-hmm. You know, social media wasn't a marketing thing. So it's like you had to just word of mouth and, you know, kind of do stuff. So he was always appreciative of that. And, yeah, I mean, dude, we're still here. I get, you know, a little check from him here and there and try my best to help him out. It's It's kind of more of... I mean, they still have a bunch of tattoo shops, but my thing's more just on the casual side of kind of trying to pump some shirts here and there and do some shoots with them. And yeah, it's still just a chill company though. They're bitching. You still get tattoos? I don't as much anymore because when I was in Vegas, I got tattooed a bunch because it was 10 minutes from my house. So I was bitching. I'd get an idea and rip over the shop and get tattooed. But now being up here, it's like I've been to Vegas maybe three times since I've moved back. And I don't really, like I got this done in Reno and you can kind of tell a difference of like a tattoo shop and a Reno guy doing it, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't really want to get tattooed up here, honestly. And someday I'll get a tattooed. Though. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to. I got some ideas. But who does Carrie tattoo? No. Oh. no. He just looks pretty and walks red carpets and lives with his millionaire wife. I know. What a crazy life they have. Yeah. Dude. But, you know, it's like anything. Like we sit here and look at it and he's like just living, you know, doesn't have to pay for nothing. But like when you talk to him, he's he's on her schedule, her program. And, you know, he loves writing. He actually loves writing. Like I get kind of burned on it sometimes. He goes on tour with her for six to nine months a year, you know, and can't ride as much. So, you know, he gets kind of bummed on it here and there. That's crazy. Not on the marriage, just on he he loses his life. You know, Mm -hmm. he's got two kids. Like when he goes on tour, he's like the nanny now. He has to Mm. watch the two kids while she does all her stuff. I bet her schedule's crazy. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. They've been huge. They've been gone for like a year and a half right now. And he says they're on tour. Oh. And they're done this November. So basically two years. On a tour. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, and I mean, don't get me wrong. They travel great private jets and oh, you know, yeah. mansion hotels and stuff, but still like. Yeah. Cause she does fucking stadiums and shit. She's yeah. probably making several million for oh, yeah. one show. Yeah. When I met Hart in 03 and he had just met her and this was when she was like, a, just coming up, she was making 50 a show. So picture what she's making now. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be insane. Yeah. Is, is she in pop or what is mm-hmm. the, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. That's huge money. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, she just she has hits like last year. She had huge hits. Yeah, and stuff, so. well, and she's just like she's like actually like a woman. You know, she's like a bitch, like in a good way. Like she stands up for herself, and she's she's raw. Mm-hmm. Where like a lot of these pop girls, like Ariana Grande, and then they're like little like petite, like want to be female type girls. You know what I mean? So I think Pink gets a lot of like love from that side of her. Oh, she's see. just a chick from Philly, dude. That's rough. You know, she'll call you out, and yeah, yeah. She used to have that total, like, uh-huh. fuck you if you fuck with me. Like, yeah, she's still like that. Oh, really? Yeah. She's gnarly. Dude, she scares the hell out of me. Didn't they, like, she proposed to him or something when he was mm-hmm. racing? Or Mammoth. Oh, yeah. She yeah. put it on the pit board. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's sick. I don't know. Oh, four or something. But, yeah, she put it on the pit board, and he went by, and then, like, ripped around that tree turn, and then came back in. Yeah. Yep. That's how it was done. <laughs> that's like, crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine just this chick that's worth like a hundred million, dude? And you look on your pit board and she's like, Will you marry me? And you're like, Jesus, why am I even on this motorcycle? Like, throw this thing away. <laughs> like, well, I'll think about it for the rest of the race. Yeah. <laughs> what if he just didn't stop right? Yeah. Comes in, he's all, nah. 
not, dude. Yeah, yeah that'd be crazy. Dude, yeah. that is cause it's so cool though. Like that they those worlds collided and yeah. still work, you know. Yeah, and it was yeah. cool because she met him at Philly X Games. She came there and she was just like going around the pit, someone brought her in, you know. And it was the year that Hart tried to flip the step up lip and his hand blew off. And yeah. she thought Hart was cute, I guess, like in the pits. And then she saw that and she's like, Oh, I ain't messing with that. That dude's way too gnarly for me. Mm. And then somehow it like still all worked out. Whoa. Yeah. Pretty trippy. That's crazy that they've been together that long too, because mm-hmm. a lot of fucking celebrity marriages don't work out yeah. for more than two years. But Hart's smart. Like he he's invested in like a business plan basically. So yeah. he's not trying to blow that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like most celebrities marry celebrities and it doesn't matter if you go this way with your 200 million and I go this way with my 200 million, who cares? Right. But Hart's like us, dude. He was just freaking living in a house just like this and didn't have a freaking nickel to his name, you know, and he's smart. Yeah. And and I feel like she's, cause she's a woman and like tough with it that, and she, they don't do anything crazy. It's not like, oh, Carrie Hart and Pink got drunk and the caught at the strip club, you know? Yeah. And then a fight broke out and yeah. all that shit. Like, they don't have that type of nah. internet stuff. But she's yeah. she's a normal person, like I said. I mean, for as big as she is, you know, she, like, if Hart was to, like, marry, like, J-Lo or something, it never would have worked. She's way too high society, you know, like, all mm-hmm. that. I mean, dude, they live out on a ranch in Santa Barbara, like, by themselves. They're not trying to be, like, in L.A., you know. They wanted their privacy from all that stuff, so they're pretty cool. That they're is. pretty down to earth. Have you been out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a shoot out there with Transworld probably four or five years ago. Oh, does he have a track and stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Pitch and track. I'll show you guys after we get off and pull it up right now. But yeah, he's living. Yeah, that's sick. Cool. Well, you got anything else for him, dude? Dude. How's, Whoa, this, how's dude. it spread out there? Yeah. So he had like three that's freestyle sick. ramps, and that's what we were doing the shooting on. And he just put it all together and made like one jump out of it, basically. Yeah, oh, that's okay. cool. Sweet. Yeah, so you're going to tell me he's bummed? Yeah. Yeah, no way. That looks like a Windows background, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet he does get bummed yeah. having to travel so much, though, when that's at home. He's yeah. Like, Fuck, dude. Yeah. 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 So it's like anything, you know, like we see the good side of it, but there's definitely yeah. another side. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Um, I don't have anything else, dude. Do you have your head tattooed? No, but I should. At least do like the little <laughs> yeah. dots or something that I've seen people do, you know? Yeah. I'm just wondering because if this happens, I'm just kind of nervous if it will hurt or not. I'm sure it's going to hurt like a motherfucker. Uh, it won't feel good. No. The worst part's the healing, though. Because oh. I'm like the biggest bitch when it comes to getting sunburnt. Like, I hate being sunburnt. And that's what it feels like for like three or four days. Yeah. Like, you're sleeping and just like everything's radiating. You're like, oh, my God, dude. Yeah, it is. And you don't want to sleep yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. Let's make it happen, though, dude. That'd look good on you. Dude, talk to Pink. I know she's got 100K. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick, dude. If I got like a little... Actually, I'm not saying the size. I just need the money first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get the yeah. money first, and we'll go from there. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's pretty much it, dude. Cool, dude. What's your, uh, your 37? Your 37 years of life, what's your one, your best piece of advice for anyone, no matter what they're doing, your one takeaway, life advice? My one takeaway is, on my end anyways, like, I just, I've always had fun doing whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not one of those dudes that stresses out on life, because life's going to stress you out no matter what. It's going to piss you off. It's going to do this and that. But surround yourself with, like, you guys. You know, you have good friends. And just keep everything fun. I mean, dude, like, when we grew up riding, it was, you know, bitch, and we had eight or nine of us riding. Now I'm, like, into golf, and there's eight or nine of us golfing. Like, just surround yourself with good people. Like, have fun with it. And, yeah, I mean, like, I'm 37, but I still feel like I'm 18. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not trying to be that old guy that just sits in my house. I'm still out all the time. I mean, I just got home last night, and I'm down to drive up here right away and come hang with you guys. You know, like, I don't want to, I'm going to be 60 someday and sitting in my house. 
looking out the window all day, you know, just bored as hell. So it's oh, like, there's well, a deer. Yeah. yeah well, I'm, well, I'm here and healthy right now. I'm going to be living it up. So nice. Yeah. Dude. Keep it fun. Cool. Keep it fun and just go to bed. Yeah. And keep your phone away when you're drunk. When you do 22 to 25 beers, put your phone away. <laughs> that's the major. That's my, yeah. I was getting more importantly. I, I didn't know if I should say that, but yeah. I wake up sometimes and I got a bunch of like replies to stories. I'm like, oh, dude, what did I do? <laughs> oh, like your Instagram stories? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so far, I've done a 36 beer Instagram story and I've done a 25 beer Instagram story in both of them. I think they were hits, actually. Dude, the, I, I watched your one at 36 and um, I was like, yeah. this is sick. Yeah. It, it was, was fun. I was, we were trying, so, like, we were Googling dudes' numbers. Like, we're all, who can we do for 18 and who can we do for 22? <laughs> yeah. And, that one was bitching, but I don't recommend that. I was I didn't feel good the next day. That was wild golfing, huh? No, we were at uh, Cliffy's bachelor party. Oh, on that one. Okay. The golfing was a couple weeks ago. That was twenty two beers. Twenty two, yeah. Yeah, my frat boyfriend that drinks like three beers and gets hung over said he'd go beer for beer with me because I was talking shit. Oh to him. my gosh! Did he? Paid, yeah, he paid the price though. Yeah, he was dead for like three days. Fuck yeah, dude! I saw you hang out with that trick shot guy or something. Yeah, that guy's yeah. gnarly. Gnarly, yeah. And he could pound some beers. Really? Yeah, we were talking like because he right away on the first hole he was like two beers down, and I'm like, I'll do that. Like, man, it's, you know that's the one thing that sucks about coming from like a dad and mom that can just like chug beers. And he's like, tell me about it, dude. Both my parents were alcoholics, and we like hugged. We're like, dude, this is sick. We're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's all my dad is, dude. Yeah. Dude, you gotta come, you gotta bring Cliff and your girl and your friends to my dad's Halloween party one of these years, yeah. dude. It's like, it's like pit, my dad. Uh, it's like. 57 or 58 or something over the hill for sure. So, but he's like, like how we think young and just party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just super funny yeah. and funny I'm shit, down. dude. So sweet. Yeah. Open right. invite. Open invite. Let's do it. Cool. Go to bedpodcast.com for everything relating to this show. Patreon, uh, PayPal's on there. Um, make sure to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friend to listen. Um, we got sponsors, Walden's Coffee House, at Walden's Coffee House on Instagram. Three locations here in Reno, at EnduroFest on Instagram, May 4th, uh, just east of Sparks. If you want to go check out that event. Um, anything else? Tech One Designs for the uh, graphics. And we had a shitty current event this week, but. Yeah. We made the most of it. Yeah. And summer's coming, so go buy a go-to-bed blanket quick. Yeah. They're, for summer? Yeah. Yeah, for summer. Is it like a thin one or a thick one? Thick one. What the hell? Would, oh, we don't know. What we the don't hell have is one. summer. Oh. <laughs> it's marketing. Yeah, marketing. Winter's no, coming. Go buy a tank top. No, we have we have the blankets available, oh. but we don't. Know, we've never ordered one, yeah, we so know. we don't know what they're. Like. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. They're cheap. Though. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, you, know, you never <laughs> True. know. True. And if you buy a blanket or something, you could call on the show. There you sure. Go. So sounds good. I ain't right. buying a blanket. Then I don't want that damn call. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you'll, we'll we'll uh, give you a high five or something. Sounds good. All right. All right, everybody, get a pillow, get a blanket, tuck yourself in, and go to bed. Good night. Night.